Hello and welcome to the Corporate Pero Latinos podcast. This is your host, Sofia. This has been a crazy busy month and we're barely halfway, but it's okay. I think I've just been overwhelming myself because work is so busy and I'm still doing all things Corporate Pero Latina, but also apartment hunting. And if you've ever lived in New York City, you know that's a full-time job. It is so stressful and honestly kind of sad because if you think about how much money you're expected to pay up front and how many people live paycheck to paycheck, no wonder we have so many homeless people here. And I could do like a five-hour episode on this and shit, but anyway, in other news, JLo's Halftime documentary is out on Netflix now, and if you haven't watched it, you must I honestly found it very inspiring and I'm currently obsessed with it. So I'm 100% abusing any audio that comes from it on TikTok. Prepare to be sick of me. So on today's episode, I had a great conversation with Saidi Rivera. She is a woman who I've met through the New York City Corporate Latinas group and she continues to show up to events consistently. So I've been able to really get to know her as a professional, a friend, and a single mom. Zaidi recently got promoted within her company and is currently an analyst in product management for financial service institutions. Don't ask me exactly what that means because I could not tell you. She is very passionate about elevating herself, but also elevating others in the process. There's been days where I start questioning my whole creative journey, and it's like sometimes she knows that I need a kind reminder about the boss bitch that I am. So every now and then I get a text from her with really encouraging words none of which are boss bitch, but it's okay. (laughs) She got divorced many years ago and has been thriving ever since. I hope you all enjoy this episode. This is Zaidi. Hi, Zaidi. Thank you so much for coming on the Corporate Pro Latinos podcast. I'm really happy to have this conversation with you, especially because we've had many conversations about this in the past. Uh, hi, Sophia. Thank you so much for having me today. I pretty I appreciate the invitation. I'm super excited to be part of this podcast. Why don't we start by you telling us a little bit about yourself and your upbringing? My name is Zaidi Rivera Nate Gomez. I am 41 years old. I am a mother of two amazing kids. And a little background about myself. I am originally from the Dominican Republic and immigrated to the United States when I was nine years old and have lived in the United States for or New York for almost 32 years. I was raised by my mother and my stepfather and had like a typical like childhood growing up as a Dominican family. Like, you know, we, we love like family gatherings. We, jo- we love like being together, partying and all that good stuff. And that was like mostly what I saw as a child, like a lot of family unity gatherings, Mm -hmm. um, just enjoying ourselves. And things that I learned really about my family growing up, it was just like the family, like great family values, being unified as as a family, very good morals. And as a kid, I spent most of my summers with my grandmother in the Dominican Republic. And that sort of like allowed me to really stay connected to my roots, to my culture. 
And I really embrace those days because now like that has really like set me up for success in life, like really seeing like as a Latina, you know, being strong minded and connected to those family values that I learned as a kid. Nice. So I actually had no idea that you grew up, you know, with your mom and a stepdad. Um, when you were a little girl, did you experience like going through the divorce of your parents? So I think I, w I was too young to to know. Um, all I remember was like, you know, I was I was really close to my grandfather, and my grandmother, because my mom like had to go to the city to work. And so I was like mostly with my grandparents. Mm -hmm. So I never really got to see my dad when I was very young. So I didn't really know what it was until later like in life that I realized like wait this is not like my dad <laughs> like you know my stepfather but I didn't have that sense that I was missing something because I always had like my grandfather around me to to play that role so I didn't feel like I needed to have like a father like uh, when I was very young um but then my stepfather was an amazing stepfather like he he actually took over being the father figure role that that I didn't know I needed So that was like super crucial to my growth. Yeah. So your mom and your stepdad are still together? Yes, they're still together. Okay. Wow. I can't even have a relationship past three months. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you are now a single mother, correct? Yes, I'm a single mom. At what age did you get married and have kids and go through that whole phase of your life? So you will not believe this, Sophia, but I met my husband when I was around 16 years old uh, through mutual friends. And we got married when I was 17. <gasps> yes, <laughs> it was sort of like an unconventional relationship. Uh, it was like not what my mom wanted for my for me. Mm -hmm. And to get her approval, it took some time. I will tell you, like my ex-husband has like good a good personality and he can win, I think anyone over. So he ended up like winning my mom's approval. And then she ended up accepting the relationship and, and actually went to court with us to like help us get married because I couldn't get married without her approval. And so we got officially married by law at 17 when I was 17, but he was, he was much older. And so that was like, I think the hesitation that my mom had that he was like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, still a teenager. <laughs> so how so, old was he? When we met, like I said, he, I was 16 and he was around 22. So I, we didn't uh, initially have kids right away. I, my first child, my son, Aaron was born when I was 19 and my daughter was born when I was 22. Her name is Megan. And so I became a young mother too, which was like a tough thing. You know, I was still young and immature in so many ways. And here I was like with two kids and I had to like grow up pretty fast and become a mother, which was like another learning experience for me in such a short time. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I know my younger sister is a mom and it's crazy to me to like look at her life and compare it to mine too because she became a mom as a teenager too so it forces you to grow up in a different way right in which like I could never relate yeah it forces you to grow up and, and you start looking at life so differently I I was like super young but still like remembering like all those like values that I share that my family like really 
you know, ingrained in me as a kid that was like starting to surface and like, how can I be a better mother? Like, what can I improve that I didn't like growing up? And so, so I started like working on those things that as a young mom, and I wanted to share that, that same growth or experience that I had as a kid with my kids. And so that was super important to me as well. So would you agree with what many people say that once you have kids, you know, like your life basically becomes about your kids, but sometimes you kind of lose yourself in the process? I believe that at different stages of our lives, we do feel that. And, and I think it, it comes because you're so focused on being the best that you can be for your kids that you sort of like, you you lose yourself in that and you grow to 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 develop that that area like you you want to like yeah I want to be there for my kids and forget about me and you neglect yourself a little bit emotionally you neglect yourself uh physically sometimes but then like you know for me particularly like I I came to my senses like quickly like I was like no this is not (laughs) I love my kids and everything but I also have to like be the best that I can be for my kids and prove to them that, you know, anything is possible. And I had to get out of that mindset at one point or the other. Right. And like, obviously, your kids want to see a happy mom, right? Yeah. It's like that reflection. Um, Okay, so you had your first kid at 19, you said? Yes. Did you finish high school? So I dropped out of high school when I got married. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't finish high school. I didn't have like a plan, <laughs> like a plan. I didn't finish high school because uh, it was, I was still in 10th grade. And so when I got married initially, like my, my husband, like he was the one like taking care of us financially, mm-hmm. like he supported us. So I didn't feel like at that moment in my life, like I needed to do anything. I was okay. Just, just being, you know, a mom and not, I wasn't worried about an education just then. Got it. I feel like that might also have to do with our culture, right? Like a lot of our parents think this way. It's like find a good man that will take care of you. And they don't really ever mention like, oh, yeah, I get a good career to be an independent woman. And then whatever, if you want to get married, cool. Yeah. And, and that was like me for like the first couple of years of my marriage. Like I was so young. And like, like you said earlier, like, so in love and oh my god I'm in love I'm in that phase and then I had a kid and I was just trying to be a mom like just trying to like put all those emotions of just being a new mom trying to find my identity as a mom kind of like not losing myself as a mother in that whole process like I said it happened so quickly for me and I eventually that did come like where where I reach a point in my life where I said like man is this all I want because I did have dreams and I guess like through that process in that phase of like love, I, I put my dreams on like, I allow them to go dormant and I didn't think about them. But then eventually like they came back up because of course you, you want to succeed in life. You want to like get an education. You want to accomplish things. And that was me. Before I met my ex-husband, I wanted to be a, a, a journalist. That was like my dream, you know, I, I remember like hearing when I was young, like, oh, you talk so much, you talk a lot. And I was like, how can I use my gift as a talker to, <laughs> to do something that is that I'm passionate about. And I always thought of becoming a journalist. And that was like a dream that just I let go of. And, and then I, I as I grew and matured, 
you you start looking at your life differently and the skills that you learn throughout life and your dream kind of like becomes like your purpose in other ways and you can purposely like move into that direction like helping people and encouraging people and that's how I see myself today like as that was like a gift that I thought I uh, something that I wanted to accomplish because I wanted to help people in some way wow I was talking to some friends yesterday and we were actually talking about how so many people kind of lose themselves even in relationships right like there's no need to be married but you get so you get so invested in this relationship that you literally forget about your own life outside of that relationship like what your dreams were what your hobbies were what kind of music you liked and it becomes more of what do we like or what does he like and let me like it so that we get along or whatever yeah I think it's that you morph with the other person and you want to please the other person and in the process you lose some part of your identity and it happens to a lot of us and you want to please your partner that you morph into what they like what they enjoy what the things that they and then you 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 kind of mm -hmm. like lay your dreams to sleep and you forget about them for a while but I think and I believe deep down that if your dream is big enough at some point it's going to keep knocking And it's going to kind of try to resurrect itself, like rise itself from where it's been and letting you know, like, hey, you know, I'm still here. Like, I want to come out and I want to do something. How can we make this work for us? And that's how I felt about me like, while I was married. Like, there was this, this sense of, like, there's more to life than this. Yeah, that sense of fulfillment, right, that we all crave. I think, especially for you, becoming a mom, there was so much excitement and so much that you had to learn from that but I would understand why after some time you'd be like all right this isn't it there's got to be more also <laughs> aside from being a mom yeah exactly and that's how I felt at one point I was like man there's more to life I always knew that that, that I was meant for more so at what point did you realize this that you wanted um, to have a career or pursue a dream or something else outside of being a mom so when my son was about one and a half I I I felt very unfulfilled and like man is this all I want in my life am I married for convenience am I in this relationship like mm -hmm. you know living a lie I, I questioned that like I asked myself those questions and I said you know what I'm I have to prepare myself because I never know what my my life will look like. Let's say if we separated, how my life will look like. Like I'll be a hot mess, have no money, nothing to rely on. And I made the decision to enroll myself in college. And I did that. And I was like, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to study business. And I will see where life will take me after this. So I enrolled in a program that allowed me to obtain my GED while getting my associate's degree. And... I finished my degree. I completed my degree when I was like eight months pregnant with my daughter. And wow. I, yeah. And I was so proud of myself. I said, man, I did it. Like, this is the first, the first step to the dreams that I have within me to fulfill those. And that's like how I felt that day. Yeah. I, and I applaud you for that because, you know, I went through the college experience and having no other responsibilities outside of just 
me surviving <laughs> uh, and like doing well in school it was a bitch like college is hard so when I hear of like women that are pregnant and going to college or um single moms are like getting their degree and stuff I'm amazed by it because I I'm sure it must be so hard Yeah, it was really hard. It was really hard because you sometimes like in, in, in the time looking back then, if I had like support or the support that I needed, it would have been probably easier. But when you don't have that support, like it, it becomes much harder. Mm -hmm. But I made it work because I had a goal in mind. And my goal at that time was like, you know, if things don't work out in this relationship, I need this. This is going to be what I'm going to stand on. This is going to be like what is going to help me survive in life. And I thought about my kids. I, I, I kept thinking about my kids. So I had to pull myself together and had to like, you know, I went in with drive to do what I needed to do. And I did yeah. it. And that's why the moment that I graduated, I felt a sense of accomplishment. Like, man, if I can do this, nothing else is going to stop me from achieving what I need to achieve for my myself and for my kids yeah and that's such smart thinking right to have that safety net just in case because you really never know how did you how did your then husband feel about your decision to pursue an education even while you were pregnant so he he was like oh you know why do you need to do this I'm supporting you guys like it, why do you He was like, you should be okay with just that. And, you know, just a lot of like, I, I didn't feel like supported 100%. I'm not sure if he was happy that I was going to school because he probably felt like, man, if she goes to school, like, you know, she can do whatever after this. Um, yeah, so I it's, just... it's like that um, power play, right? Like him wanting to be in control. Yeah. And that's what I, I, I sensed. But I, I was like, no, like something kept telling me in my heart to continue, even if he didn't approve. And I am so happy I went with my gut. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so you graduated and then which did you get a job right away after graduating or did you wait a little while? Uh, about two, two and a half years later, approximately or something around that range, I ended up like getting a job at a bank um, through a through a, my friend's sister who referred me to this position. I went to the interview, which is so crazy. Like the branch was literally like blocks away from where I lived. Like I could walk there, ended up going to the interview and the manager was a Latina powerhouse and she loved me and she hired me. And within three months of being at that job in corporate America, which is, I was over the moon because that's like an area that I will <laughs> I really wanted to work like in financial services like that was like always like something that I always like man if I ever do something other than journalism this is where I need to be yeah and so um I ended up like getting promoted three months after being in that role I guess I had drive I had passion for it and and so I became a sales and service associate and I loved it. I, I was like such I, like I really enjoy working there. And also because having a supportive person, like a leader, like that made such a difference to me. She was Latina. She really wanted other Latinas to succeed. And she really pushed us to do that. 
And it was like a Latino community. So I felt like I was in my home. Like, you know, like I spoke Spanish very well. The community was mostly all like Latino speaking, Spanish speaking people. And I felt like I was where I belonged. And it made it much, much easier for me to succeed there. I think managers and mentors have such a big impact on your career advancement, but also the community, right? Like feeling like you belong, you like want to do better. You want to perform because it's like, all right, we're like a community powerhouse right now. Yeah. And that's how I felt. And, and it was a great experience. I, I, I gained a lot of skills uh, about where working in collaboration with other people. I also learned a, a lot about sales and, you know, and, and the community within itself, like the needs of people within our community. And that was like super valuable to me. I assume ever since you got the bank teller job, you always had a job. I guess I've never ha I've never been without a job, thankfully. Has it always been a full time job? Yes, always a full time job. Having had your kids be, you know, in elementary, middle school and high school, while both you and your then husband were working full time how did you manage like how was your work life balance then and i guess your family life did your husband feel like you were neglecting the family for wanting to have a full time job or like a career so just to share this so after i got promoted at the bank my husband and i separated and that was the most challenging or the most difficult choice that I've had to make in my life. But it was like the best decision that I could make for myself and for my kids. So we ended up separating. I was still transitioning into that new role. It was great. It was a great opportunity for me because of course they offer more money and I felt like I was well enough and to take care of my family on my own. So we ended up separating and I became a single mother in that during that time and how old were your kids at that time so when when I got divorced my my son was about almost almost six years old and my daughter was three so was the separation because of you wanting to have a career or it was like something else happening at home it was like other things happening at home and it was very challenging very difficult um and I had to make the best decision for my family I see. And so you separated and did you ever get back together or is that when, you know, you decided to get divorced and everything? So, yeah, we decided to get divorced, um, but it took a while for us to get divorced officially. Wow. I mean, from your kids' perspectives, I can relate to that because when I was born, my parents were already separated. So I never really like saw a divorce, but I know that when I was a little girl, it did affect me to like not have my parents together because I would see, you know, all my friends' parents come to school for them, you know, together or at events and whatnot. And so I was always kind of resentful, I think, um, because I thought my parents were selfish and like didn't allow me to have that family experience. Now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, thank God, because I would have been crazy living with both of you <laughs> together or like being raised by you two together. Yeah, that can be tough. And and my kids, I, I think my son, like seeing their dad, like seeing his dad, like it was very difficult for him to to experience all that. 
And even to like when he was like 12, I think that he still felt like pain, mm-hmm. even though he was quite young. And my daughter, like to this day, she tells me at times that she feels a sense like that she missed out on something, not having those experiences with her dad at home. But, you know, you work through those things. You you have to like evolve and work through those experiences. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, going through that, it makes you a little tougher as a kid. Mm-hmm. So did you ever hesitate to get divorced due to the financial change that it would cause? I know you're already working, but, you know, it's a lot going from a two-income household to one with your kids. Yes, I did hesitate. I... And that's where, like, all the, the, the concern was for me, like, having the thought about, like, oh, my God, I'm going to go into this by myself. Like, how am I going to do that? So so you stay in relationships for that, mm-hmm. um, you know, for that, for that reason at times. And you sacrifice yourself, you know, because you're afraid a little bit. And you, you kind of like, man, how am I going to do this? How am I going to accomplish this? But I, I guess having... A source of income gave me that courage that I needed to say, like, okay, I've had enough. I can do more than this for myself and for my kids. And I ended up doing it. I did have the support of my 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 sister and my mother. If I needed help them uh, uh, from them to watch my kids, like picking them up from school, they were there for me throughout like that whole process, like all those years when they were growing up. I had their support. And it was a little hard because my my son was very young. I think, you know, he, and my daughter was young. And it was it was just hard. It was challenging. That is, I think, such an advantage to have. Um, and I, yeah, I think you should feel very lucky, right, to have had their support because so many women, like, might stay in relationships, right, because their family doesn't support them or they're not close by to help them out. So they just simply can't do everything on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I didn't. And originally, my mom, like after like everything happened, my mom was like super opposed to like the separation because she, from the beginning, like she's like, oh, this is absurd. Like you guys should not do this. And, and honestly, I believe that that was sort of a projection of her own emotions and whatever she had encounter like through her failed relationships maybe the struggles that she faced as a single mom for so many years mm-hmm. and she was trying to project that on me and and of course as a mom I'm sure she didn't want me to be a single mother because she knew the hardships that she went through but I don't know I, I felt like I couldn't lie to myself anymore like I couldn't just stay in a relationship where I wasn't fu- being fulfilled like I wasn't being my authentic self like I was holding the the dreams and the visions that I have for my life back just because I wanted to be in a relationship that's just like lying to myself and kind of like taking away the gifts that I that I have within me that are supposed to be shared with the world and and I couldn't do that to myself anymore I I just I didn't think that it was fair to me yeah I agree millennials and like the gen z generation (laughs) we have really stepped away from that traditional mindset right where you stay in a relationship for the sake of the kids or you stay in a marriage for the sake of not going through divorce or the whole drama that happens during a divorce and que van a a decir las personas you know Uh, and now it's we have this mindset where it's like 
what will make me happy and what do I need to do for myself even if it means getting out of a marriage even though like especially if you've been in a relationship for so many years it's so hard to step away from it right because that's like your comfort zone and you don't even know who you are at that point but I'm very glad that you have that strong mindset where you're like no I need to do what's best for me ever since you got married when you decided to go to school no yeah I wasn't gonna be the type of woman that would just sit around and just wait for somebody else to do something for me. Like I needed to do things for myself. I was always independent mentally. Even after like I was working at, at that bank for that, like almost two years. And then I ended up leaving. I, I ended up getting a job at an accounting firm. I was, I took that job as an assistant there because it offered me more money. But I learned so much while I was in that job. I learned so many different skills that maybe the bank, I couldn't have learned it in the bank. I had, my boss then was, he was a little weird, but he was a good person. And because of, you know, of him, I was able to move to the city, got an apartment in the city where I've been here in Manhattan for like nearly 14 years. I earned my bachelor's when I was there and I kept going. And those skills that I learned there led me to my next move, my following move and until like where I am today. And I'm so grateful for those opportunities because if I hadn't challenged myself and I hadn't pushed myself out of my comfort zone because I needed to be present for my kids and support my family, those challenges made me even stronger. They sustained me throughout every season of my life. Like they made me stronger. They made me more bold to to do the things that maybe I was fearful of doing because I had to think about my kids and thinking also about like, man, where do I want to be once my kids leave my house? Like I want to think about Mm -hmm. myself too. So those, all, all those thoughts and all those things played a role in my mind, like, and every decision that I made through that whole process was ultimately to lead me to the dreams and the goals that I have for myself. That's amazing. Ever since your divorce, you've uh, you've spoken about all these doors that opened right professionally for your career advancement which have ultimately led you to your last promotion that yes celebrated <laughs> and everything but which doors would you say opens for you in terms of a personal aspect like a better relationship with your kids new friendships or a deeper connections etc so that opened a lot me it gave me an opportunity to meet different people socializing with different people in different with different backgrounds because being okay it's great to socialize and gather with people of your same culture but you learn more when you gather and socialize with other cultures like it makes you more knowledgeable about different things so it did open opportunities for me to do that and the job that I had right before the one that I have now that gave me that opportunity because it was a foundation. They focus a lot on minority groups, like supporting minority groups. So I got so much experience in that job. I made amazing friends there. I, you know, gained a ton of experience in so many different areas because while I was there, like I, I wore many hats doing different things. And that gave me like that, that opportunity to gain that knowledge. And I also completed my MBA while raising two teenage kids. And that was the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, like working on my MBA while still managing my teenage kids. But I graduated with honors and I was like so proud of myself. I said, I told my kids and I did it for my kids. I got the MBA for my Mm -hmm. kids. 
I I did it also with another intention where it was like perfect my English grammar, which it doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but I did it. I felt like, man, if I want to move up the corporate ladder at one point in my life, when I do go back to corporate America, I need to like have my A game with my writing skills. Mm-hmm. Like I need to be a great writer. And so that was like my goal. And, and I proved it. I said to my kids, look at that. I worked a full-time job. I will come home to write paper after paper, like literally within hours of being due and acing them okay, and, impro- <laughs> and improving my grammar and all that stuff. And, and it was like a way like to show my kids, like anything that you set your mind to, you can do if you if you really believe in yourself, you can do it. And and I set that bar high for myself, but I did it. It was stressful, but I did it. And at the end of the day, when I graduated, that was like the most exciting moment for me, an accomplishment. I say, man, I did this. Were you exhausted? I feel like <laughs> I would have been burned out the first semester. <laughs> I I I was exhausted, but I don't know. I I kid you not. I don't know what how I did it but I think when I am under pressure I work really like I work better and I think that's what I always say (laughs) (laughs) I'm like that's why that's what I always say but that's just because I always procrastinate (laughs) no yeah exactly I I feel like under pressure I work the best and during those times I don't know if I was thinking about partying or clubbing like I paused everything because I really wanted to to accomplish this but yeah, the divorce led to so many different doors of opportunities. Like I said, meeting new people, making great friends along the way, new career opportunities. Um, it showed me the strength that I have within myself, that I can do anything that I set my mind to. Let me ask you, have you ever felt like being a mom has held you back in any way? Because I'm a strong believer <laughs> that everyone needs to go through like the party phase. Everyone needs to go through like the whole phase <laughs> like you yeah. know when you like date around everything so that you kind of get that out of your system for when you do settle down and have kids and everything and you don't feel like you missed out right because a lot of people do have those regrets when they get married or um, have kids young so what are your thoughts on that so I, I don't think particularly that my kids have held me back from anything. I think having my kids has been like the greatest gift that I could ever ask for. They actually made me more driven and more goal oriented than I was than never before. Because if it weren't for them, I think that I would have just like lived life, life and, and just like, oh, yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. But they gave me purpose to accomplish those things. And I did get to experience my my young years. <laughs> I didn't get to experience them in my 20s, but like I, I got divorced like around. <laughs> You're uh, like, I'm experiencing them now. <laughs> yeah, well, now. It's, uh, <laughs> so I, I sort of like I got divorced like close to being 30. So I still got like 10 years and still going of singleness and and just exploring and experimenting and partying and clubbing. And I did all that with my friends and traveled with friends and dated here and there. So I got to experience things. So I don't feel like I missed out on anything or like they held me back from anything. I didn't really bring people around my kids, meaning like anyone that I dated like that. I'm very private with my life, especially people that I date. And that includes like not even bringing people around to my kids if, it, if I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. 
So I don't feel like my kids really held me back from anything. I, I think that even with limited support, I would say, because I, you know, I didn't have a lot of support, but because my mom moved to the Dominican Republic and then my sister was in a relationship, but you know, they were already old enough to like, if I had to go out, if they stay home alone for a few hours, that wasn't like a crime or anything. I lived like right nearby. And if yeah. I chose to, to do something like in the city, we can take cabs everywhere and you get home like in 10 minutes. So I didn't feel like guilty about doing things for myself because I also had to like, keep my mental health in check for my kids. And if I just focus on like being just a mom all the time, I would neglect the essential parts of my life, which is living and enjoying myself and, and having that, so, that socializing with other people. Like that's important for us. Exactly. And I don't think that, and I don't think that anyone should limit themselves. Yeah. And full disclosure, I have been out with Zaidi a few times now through like the corporate Latinas <laughs> events and her children will check in on her all the time. <laughs> They're like your parents. <laughs> I know they, they, it's so crazy, right? Like, I, I don't know if it's like they learned that from me because yeah. I always check on them. I'm like, I'm a smothering my kids. Now they're smothering me. Um, But yeah, so they, they do check up on me. If I go out with someone and they know that I'm out past my bedtime where they consider like past midnight, they will call me like, where are you? At what time are you coming home? And I'm like, excuse me, who is the parent here? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I think it's sweet. And in a way, that's also a way for you to like check in and be like, okay, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's pretty nice because I mean, I feel like maybe if you had stayed married all these years, maybe you would have missed out on all those experiences that we just talked about. Right. So maybe it's not so much the having kids, but having been in an unhappy marriage or a stressful one or um, like a restrictive one. So yeah. yeah, I'm glad that, you know, you're still living your life. <laughs> exactly. I am. And, and so anyone like that's listening and are in a relationship where they feel like they are unfulfilled, it, it's okay to think about yourself sometimes. It's okay to like question whether you are being fulfilled or what can you do to, to change that for yourself? Whether it leads, I mean, whether it leads to separation or not, because I mean, you don't go in into a marriage thinking, oh my God, it's not going to work out. Yeah. Like we, we all have that fairy tale dream of like being together, like for quote forever, but it doesn't necessarily work for everyone. And you, you have to give yourself that, that, um, that opportunity to live your best life, whether you're married or not. And if you are with a partner that is understanding, they will support you in every dream and desire that you have in your heart. And that's what like teamwork does, like in a relationship. And and if someone is in a relationship that doesn't allow them to be themselves or doesn't allow them to fulfill those desires they have in their heart, like, yeah, I would think like, am I in the right relationship? We have to hold our own self accountable for our own dreams and have our own identity because we are individually created and we all have our own dreams and ambition and have our own identity and no one can no one should or we shouldn't allow them to take that away from us yes I agree I actually I sometimes like overthink so much and I have conversations with like friends or with my siblings like now this about myself right and it might be a deal breaker for 
you know, when I go on dates or so like the most recent one, right, right, was like disclosing that I'm a TikToker and then guys <laughs> finding that cringy or something. And my friends are like, dude, but like, the right one won't care. And I think mm -hmm. I think everyone just has to give themselves some grace in knowing that you have your own identity, right? And there's a market out there for everyone. If it's like not working out with certain people, it's not because there's something wrong with you. Yeah, exactly. And the right person will find you. <laughs> the right person that is meant for you, that is going to believe in you and have your, you know, hold your hand while you're accomplishing your dream and you're supporting them as well in theirs, you will find the right person. And I don't think that we should rush the process. I think that we should n know who we are first, stand firm to those beliefs and wait for the right person to come and they will. Yeah. Um, so so don't rush the process I for anyone like I I have been single for a very long time and yes I've dated here and there but if I felt like something wasn't working like I am not going to commit to something just because I want to be in a relationship with someone exactly I, I'm like that's yeah. why I stay single <laughs> no yeah don't downplay your your dreams like you know just because you want to be in a relationship I don't want to be in a relationship just to be in one like I've already like had one failed relationship whether it was my fault whether it was his fault like I, I'm not blaming anyone here but I am going to stand firm to my beliefs to who I am as a person and whoever is meant to be with me in this life journey they will come and we will know because we're going to support each other in every aspect of our lives. So I, I wouldn't settle with anyone just, just to have a relationship. Agreed. So Zaidi, what are some hopes that you have for your future regarding your professional family and romantic life? So hopes for my, my family, like my children, I want my kids to, to do what they love. I want them to be happy in whatever that they are doing in their lives and in crushing, you know, in everything, crushing everything that they have set out to do. That's like my ultimate goal for my kids, like just to see them happy doing something that they love. Like I don't want to hold them um, hold them down to doing something that I want them to do just because I want them to do it. But I want them to select something in life that is purposeful to them, that they love doing it and that they're happy in it. Because I felt like, you know, with our parents being Latinos, they always put that pressure on us, like to do things just because, oh, but if you don't have this job, it's not going to give you enough money. Or they always put like those excuses because they're so grounded in like the old mindset. I don't want to be that type of parent. Like I want my kids, even if they're not making millions of dollars to do something that is fulfilling to them. And then in terms of like, for my career, like I want to continue exploring in corporate America I am in a like amazing company and I really love it but ultimately like one of my goals is to to potentially like become a life coach someone that can empower other people to fulfill like their dreams and goals I am not there yet but ultimately that is my my dream my goal and I'll get there when I get there Yeah, you definitely have the personality for that. <laughs> I will tell you that. <laughs> so yeah, that's like super like that is like something that I have been like, you see, like I started like a, with a dream as a journalist, which led to like this. And now like I want to be like this motivational sort of speaker coach kind of thing. So it all aligns to my purpose of giving and, and speaking in some way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it all aligns. So can't, um, can't keep you quiet. <laughs> 
romantically like ultimately like I do want a relationship that is a desire that's in my heart I do want to meet someone that is as driven as me uh, but someone that will add value to my life like I don't want anyone that will take away from me but rather that we can both add value to each other yeah that's the dream (laughs) (laughs) the dream right (laughs) no so I know (laughs) we're like we've already gone over time but what are some words of wisdom that you'd like to share with any moms who might be staying in their relationships for the sake of their kids or for fear of navigating life as a single working mom? I know you already gave a lot of words of wisdom, but if there's anything left in you, shoot it. <laughs> yes. So one great advice that I would give anyone, a single mom or even a single young lady or a guy, just don't settle for nothing less than what you deserve. And don't compromise your values, your morals, your identity, your dreams, and your goals to keep those promises that you make to yourself and go after everything that you want, even if that scares you. That's something that I I am living proof of and even scared, like I have done things that, you know, I never thought of doing. And I'm going to continue doing that because if I never challenge myself, I will never see the better version of myself. All right, Zaidi. So where can people connect with you on social media? So they can find me on IG at Arameg underscore queen. And that's the best place to find me. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, you're... <laughs> I got I got my I got my Instagram back. So I'm happy about that. Okay, I will add your handle anyway in the description, just in case anybody wants to look for you and connect with you and maybe get more advice or just have a conversation. But I really appreciate you taking the time to have this conversation with me and share, you know, even more details about your life with me, because even though we've had many conversations, they don't always get as deep. And so I appreciate a lot learning more about you and I hope that we continue to get to know each other and become better friends oh thank you same here I I appreciate you taking the time to just interview me and have this like chat with me or conversation however you want to call it but um, it was really nice and it's just a great way to like connect with people and and maybe maybe we can inspire someone that um, today tomorrow whenever but uh, at least it's something that we put out there If even one person feels inspired by this episode, then we did a good job. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. 